Now I'm recording. Wee-hee! There is your voice. There I am. All right. Let's, All right. Um, this one. Oh, shit. Mm. It really set the mood for what we're talking about today. It's hard. The visuals add so much. I know. They really do. I mean, the three pixels on screen, because this is from the 1970s. I love this song, though. It's always in my head. It's good. Yeah. Their shit is pretty gas gas. Yep. So that was... um, I don't know if that song actually has like a real name. Everyone just calls it one, two, three, four, five <laughs> or like the pinball. But there's song. a different one. It's from Sesame Street. What different one? The one that Tony showed us. So, OK, well, let's introduce this. Yes. What we're talking about today is um, we're hanging out with uh, our homie Tony. <laughs> homie Tony. And uh, he was talking to us about all the super psychedelic uh looking animation yeah. i mean okay so kids shows currently are pretty fucked up like you got to be kind of fucked up in the head to make a kid show like yeah. if you're gonna make something kids enjoy it's weird right yeah 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 but like kids shows in the 70s were like a whole different scale because like, they didn't have the yeah. same like rating system they didn't have the same like maybe you shouldn't put that on tv sort of you know mm-hmm. they were real fucked up they were super like mushroomy so let's talk about some old school weird ass kids shows starting with sesame street yeah, so Tony showed us one, and it wasn't that one. It was the kid. It was like a kid walking through. Well, the whole it's like a three-minute video. Like you've probably no, but seen it started that way. Remember he showed it to us. Whatever. I cannot remember what you're talking. About. It was crazy. <laughs> I know he showed it to us, but like this. Oh, it was like finding my way home. Okay, if you search that, sure. it's super weird. Let's search it. Finding my way home. Something like that the lost boy remembers his way home yeah okay that. he did show us this but that's like not the same song it's like no no i know i got too confused yeah but okay. they're both super weird oh my god this is just like okay i'm gonna try to describe what's happening so there's a cartoon boy on a bicycle he's driving down the road there's some pleasant music in behind and he's passed many things there was a person but well, it's not a person it looked Flying like some sort of animal bus. there's a, a grandfather clock there's Hippo. some dancing Seals. people who look like maybe they're on stilts um ooh, that's a lot of colors i know it i'm really lost yep he's lost dude this trying is to find like his way when home. you do drugs. yeah this whole thing <laughs> i'm lost i know it i'm really lost <laughs> Yeah, yeah. so it's just a minute 40 of a kid riding a bike trying to find his way home, and he's just, like, passing some stuff. If I was a child watching this, I'd be entranced. Like, I'm entranced watching it now. now it makes sense sure. why they made it for kids, but, mm. like, now kids shows have to be educational and have morals and stuff, Ugh, and it can't just so be, like, fun cartoon. 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 <laughs> cartoon. I love cartoons. Thanks. No, it's super... I'm trying to think of, like, what from our time as children was super weird like this i mean spongebob was a little weird like they had a lot of adult jokes in that oh for sure oh i love rewatching things or like seeing things as an adult that are for children and when you like hear innuendos and stuff yeah. you're just like huh? yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah halts you in your tracks and i did a lot slash do a lot of babysitting mm-hmm. so and my mom's a teacher so i'm around kids a lot and i see all those shows and it's like always 
a trip. Oh, you know what one? Oh my God. Okay. There was a lot of kids shows. I was the type of kid who like, liked to hate things that were cool. So there yeah. were some shows that I watched because I liked them, but I pretended I didn't like them. There was one show that I genuinely could not stand and it was Roly Poly Oli. <gasps> Oh my god. Like, I don't know what it was about that show. There was just something that was totally off-putting to me. And it was just like, I don't know, a bunch of people with like circular heads. But I I feel like, wasn't there a part of that show where their limbs would just fall off or something? I don't remember. Like, I feel like that was a certain level of fucked up too. Holy shit. Because it was the type of animation that like, they weren't real people. So you could get away with like, making them have weird things happen to them. Because a kid's not gonna like, like you're not gonna rip off a real person's arm in a kid's show. But like, if the person's made of gears, you could. American Canadian French television series. That's everyone's television series. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Holy shit, the mom. I this is nostalgic. Yeah. Oh my god. First episode 1998, last one 2004. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> oh my god, the grandpa was like I'm looking at a picture of him. Yeah. He has like the bottom part like his mouth like jut out at the bottom oh, that was gross it. yeah and he roly poly only wore a strainer on his head and the one guy <laughs> his friend was like a, a square like he was a block and just they never acknowledged it yeah they were all just shapes but most of them were round yeah yeah that was a weird show wasn't a fan you know what show i kind of liked but also when it came on i was like i kind of don't want to watch this what? babar oh babar i don't remember if i liked babar or not i, I know i did watched it. it i watched it but i was like this is boring yeah. Nothing exciting happens. You're a prince. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie and the Ferocious Beast was like a fun one. Mm-hmm. Great. Googly moogly. <laughs> okay. I've just looked up a list. Uh, it's 10 classic Sesame Street moments we wouldn't show today's kids. Ooh. I don't really want to read One, two, three, four, the, five. The, the introduction. Okay. Number one. Kermit. Well, yeah. There was a point where Sesame Street and the Muppets were like actually overlapped. Like they're two completely separate things Entities. now yeah Titties. but literally this first thing says kermit screams at and threatens cookie monster the iconic frog used to be much meaner mean making cookie cry tell him telling him he's stupid and nobody will ever play with him again not <sighs> cool kermit Kermy. i feel like these are supposed to have like pictures or videos with them but they don't they're not loading so this is not as interesting as it could have been <laughs> but people are listening anyway so it doesn't matter <laughs> um bob, bob gets trippy Who's and bob? creepy I don't know. Who's Bob? Let's figure it out. Search Bob. Everyone knows who Kermit trippy. is. Let's find out. Sesame Street Bob. Maybe he's maybe he's one of the humans. You know when they have humans on the show? Yeah. I don't like that. Bob McGrath. What? That is not what I wanted. Bob. Muppet, Muppet Wiki. <laughs> I am not speaking correctly today. Muppet Whippy. No, he's a human. Oh, Bob Johnson is a music teacher who lives on Sesame Street. Yeah. So what happened to Bob? Look at this sweet man. He has a little sweater. I don't believe he's sweet. Someone said he got creepy. Now I'm immediately put off. Not only is dulcet-voiced Bob wearing a groovy shirt and hanging out with vaguely stoned-looking hippie Muppets while singing a song from Hair. Hair! (laughs) But he's struggling with a very young-looking Muppet girl while crooning about his lover. Bob looks young here, but not that young. And then there's a colon, so you can clearly see that there's supposed to be a picture, but there's no picture. I want to see it. I know. I'm going to look it up on my dimension. (laughs) What did you search? Uh, Bob Sesame Street. No, but for this article uh sesame street 1970s sesame i love how they have sesame street in every language yeah that's true i wonder what 
Do you think it's like the same show with just different like voices in different places? Or do you think they like produce a different show? I'm trying to remember because I've seen the Israeli version. Yeah? Yeah. Let me Google it in Hebrew. Okay. It's called Rehov Sumsum, which means Sesame Street. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I just remembered something. So mm. we like to pronounce words incorrectly. Yes. <laughs> That's just, you know, our bit. A fun bit for some reason is just looking at a word and saying it wrong. Um, so I did that a lot when I was a kid too. Like that's always been my sense of humor. And I remember this one time at elementary school, someone was trying to open my thermos for lunch. And uh, I like, in my head, I thought of the phrase open sesame. But for me, it was funny if I said sesame instead of sesame. So I said open sesame. And then the person was like, yeah, I get it. Because they thought I was saying it opens the same. And she was like she mad, got mad that I was like, you I could just open it. But I was like, that's not what I meant. It was just a bad joke. I'm sorry. Dude, in Sesame Street in Israel. Yeah. It's like they renamed the characters. They're the same. But Kermit's in it. And so is Grover. Like currently? Um, Kind of. Okay. Yeah. I need to figure Bert this out. Bert and Ernie. Now. Their names are Benz and Arik. Oh, that's cute. Count von Count is Mar Sofer. Sofer is like to count. Okay. Um, <laughs> cookie monster. So like to say like monster, you say mi fletet. Uh-huh. And to say cookie, it, you say ugia. So they call him ugi fletet. <laughs> so like cute. they just mash the words together. It's cute to me because I speak this language. Yes. But, and Kermit is Kermit's Fardea, which is Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> and Grover, I guess, is Grover because they don't have a different name sure next to him what was i gonna look up oh okay hold on Ooh, i'm just gonna keep opening articles there's one from august 2nd 2016 that says uh sesame ceo apologizes says bob louie and gordon may return to something i don't know what he apologized for but um bob is sesame street creepy um um um, um okay creepy search one two three four five I'm like, I'm... Ooh, he looks weird now. When was Kermit in Sesame Street? Because as far as I'm concerned, those are completely different, like, franchises, right? Here we go. Explanation of the Muppet Sesame Street split slash merge. Let's see if this gives Splurge. me an answer. Sesame Street began in 1969 under the direction of the Children's Television Workshop, now known as Sesame Workshop. Jim Henson was... Jim Henson was Jim Henson. <laughs> Why can't I speak today? I just did a whole morning of radio. I know. It's, it's a rough one out there, boys. Uh, Jim Henson was contracted to provide the puppets. Well, I knew that because, like, every good him. puppet is made by the Jim Henson Company. Um, Hen Jensen. At the time, he was also producing a number of specials starring other Muppet characters. Kermit, for example, had been created for a local TV show in 1955 and Ralph for a commercial in 1962. Hmm. In 1976, the Muppet show began. Most of that show major's characters, except for Kermit and Ralph, were new creations, either for the show itself or for a special intended as a pilot the previous year. In 2000, Sesame Workshop bought the Muppet characters that had been appearing on their show from the Henson Company. In 2004, Disney bought the Muppet Show, its characters, spinoff movies, and a few precursor specials. Fraggle Rock and some other specials not starring either of the above-mentioned sets of characters remain under the Jim Henson Company's ownership. Okay, so they were all together because Jim Henson made them all, but then once tv studios started realizing that they should start owning all their own rights and their own characters and stuff uh, disney and sesame and all of those companies bought each of them and separated them 
which is why you're never going to see Kermit the Frog on Sesame Street again. Oh. I mean, unless there's like some crossover cameo, but they probably like, do stuff. Like they're owned that by the different time, uh, people now. That makes this sense. This whole thing made me think about um, that movie Steve Zaragoza talked about one time, where it's like, it's like the Muppets, but it's like adult. Wasn't Melissa McCarthy in that one? No, that's a new one that just came out. Okay, this is an older movie. I know it's called like the new one's like Happy Time Murder. Yeah, yeah, something. yeah. Something, but um, I think on an episode of Dynamic Banter. Yeah. Steve was talking about this movie called Meet the, like, Meet the Dweebles, Meet the Deebles. Meet oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I'm okay. trying to figure it out. But it's pretty much, like, what happens behind. So, like, it opens up. He was talking. I have to, I really want to watch it. Um, it opens up and they're, like, doing the songs and whatever. And as soon as, like, the show ends and they go, they're off, like, TV. It's, like, they start smoking cigarettes and, like, having sex. And, like, it's just super adult and super <sighs> fucked up. Uh, meet the feebles meet the feebles there oh, it is okay. from 1989 i really want to watch it it's apparently super fucked up but like okay. i don't care <laughs> yeah it's like jim henson creatures but like a different imagine the muppet show on crack that's review number one yeah the sleazier side of show business it like just seems really weird and funny and that's kind of the stuff that i'm into <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'd be down you should watch it i'm um, so down to watch it this is like I love it's directed into... by Peter Jackson. Oh, what? Yeah, that's cool. crazy. Who's in it? Hold on. I have the thing I don't open. Think anyone... Let's find the cast. Meet the Feebles. I love when directors do like weird shit and then don't talk about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, it's all like a C list cast. Like there's no one who's actually well known. Anyway, um, when I worked at Chiscom, mm. uh, the Jim Henson Company was one of their clients for a <gasps> while that's fun they like just left before i started there but like we had a ton of fraggle rock merch and like i could look back in old files and see like a lot of the jim henson like ads and stuff but it wasn't the muppets because the muppets were bought by disney it was just jim henson company yeah so it was like fraggle rock and all of his other like lesser known like jim henson creature shop sort of things but it was pretty cool i had access to a lot of their facebook pages (laughs) that's really cool yeah that's so cool puppets are interesting to me i know I never really liked puppets that much, but like as an adult, I can appreciate them as like an the adult and the mechanism like form of entertainment. Oh yeah. Rather than like, here's a puppet kids, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like playing with puppets when I was a kid, you know, in school they had the little like theaters and yeah. I'm like, do a puppet show. I was like, ew, like no, <laughs> but now I'm like, they're cool. And especially like the big Jim Henson ones, like that takes a lot of work and a lot of creativity. And I really appreciate like all the work that goes behind that yeah when i went to new york a while ago when fao schwartz was still open they had like a little area in the back of the basement that was like a jim henson muppet creator area oh fun so like they had like all the different body parts and like the different types of material and like these type of eyes and this type of mouth and it was like you could i mean it was probably really expensive i didn't actually look into it but you could like make your own like jim henson style puppet that's crazy yeah that's so cool i would that's something i would say i would do but then wouldn't do because i don't have the money to do i know there's so many things like that Uh, where it's like just wait until i have thousands of dollars to blow on this shit i want to have a (laughs) fuck you level of money i know could you imagine i want to not ever have to think about making a purchase like if i (laughs) want it i can get it it's never gonna happen yeah but Let's dream. Want a taxidermized bug? Yes, I do. But they're $130 plus shipping. Are they real? I must wait. You looked into that? <laughs> no, because Susie makes them. She does like little frame oh. things with like moths and like really pretty butterflies. And like the colors are incredible. Well, how much was it? One. It was like 130 bucks plus shipping from California. That's shitty, but it's like could be worse. 
I know. But yeah, just wait until I have art money. I'll have. I'll wait until I have enough money to buy it for you as a secret gift. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't even song. like bugs, but I just appreciate oh, how no. much work she puts into doing it, and they look really cool. I like the way bugs look when they're not near me. Yeah, if it's like <laughs> in a frame behind glass, and I know it's been dead for a while, and like strategically oh, yeah. placed, and all like she did an episode of Ten Minute Power Hour where she she showed the grumps like how to place their legs and how to like open wings out of a beetle and like oh, to I pin didn't them see and that stuff. One. Oh my god, it was cool. Is it recent? Yeah, okay. a couple weeks ago. Okay, yeah, that's why. But that's cool i watched most of the 10 minute power hours because they're fucking great (laughs) um that's so cool i'm gonna watch that yeah i don't know what what are your thoughts on taxidermy because now i'm like this is cool but i'm also like i sometimes you see like a bigger animal and then you're like ooh. um i don't know it's hard because there's so many different levels of it like you can do professional taxidermy for museums and stuff like Susie actually got approached by la's natural history museum to do their bug displays but it was an unpaid thing so she didn't do it yeah um so if it's on like a professional level where you're doing it for like education or even art and like museums and stuff like that's fucking cool cool. run with it do what you want to do as long as you like get the animals or the insects or whatever like in ethical ways right like these insects that she gets like people find them around like rainforests around the world and like collect them and freeze them and stuff and then sell them to people who do taxidermy and want displays well and then stuff. that's cool i yeah. like, can't get behind killing an animal for it yeah well yeah when i was a kid one of my mom's cousins i think her and her ex-husband did like sport hunting and their oh. whole basement was full of like taxidermized like moose heads and different things that they it's had worse shot when and you it was see, fucking gross it's worse when you see like a baby animal yeah like when i see like a a, a wolf cub taxidermized yeah that like it's it affects me yeah bad taxidermy is funny though oh god yeah yo to be honest the museum here in town real shoddy taxidermy really yeah i kind of want to go it's cool i walked through it it would be fun to check out like it's not that expensive and usually they do like they have community events once in a while but like I mean, they, like, have, I they have a whole animal display and like some of them are a little like cross-eyed well, when you look <laughs> up when you look up the museum it just looks like it's just taxidermy like i don't know what else there is there um they have a bunch of old newspapers and photos of when thompson was first started like they have pictures of what thompson as a town looked like in like 1952 mm-hmm. it's really cool it actually kind of like it freaked me out when i went because i had only been living here for a month and like looking at like me right now the history of what thompson used to be and how it looks now and like seeing like the old downtown core like the layout of the streets has not changed since they first built this town oh i bet like but looking at those pictures kind of made me like disassociate and i was like in a really weird headspace for like the next week just thinking about <gasps> like where i lived and like now i know the history of it and can stuff i do don't that? i don't explain how i felt but like it was really weird no i i said i can get how you're feeling and i've now been here for a little bit over a month and i feel like i need to go through that process especially since i had a really depressing last two three days yeah and i feel like this is the right moment for me to disassociate okay <laughs> does that make sense yeah <laughs> you have to plan your disassociation i feel that <laughs> no it's like you were telling me how you were feeling i'm like i feel like i need that right now <laughs> <laughs> well maybe we could do it this week we'll see holy shit yeah it's uh it's pretty cool well plus amy works there now so slide us in we'll see what happens i'm kidding <laughs> open the back door i'm kidding i'll pay um I'm gonna look i at- was opening eight facts you didn't know about sesame street but that was a while ago Let's i know see. i was just like i want to look at more of weird things here's number three the girl <gasps> with fat knees can i just say cookie monster used to be green and oscar the grouch used to be orange oh and snuffleupagus like looked super scary i'm gonna show That's you the pictures but nobody else can see sorry so cookie monster was the same just a different color 
Well, that's the same with Grover or uh, Oscar. Interesting. Oscar, yeah. Oscar was my favorite Sesame Street character as a kid, and I feel like that says a lot about how I turned out. Because <laughs> you're currently wearing green. Shut up. <laughs> and I'm mean. <laughs> Cookie Monster used to have big pointy teeth. Okay, I don't like this article anymore because clearly they're just like pointing to videos and none of the videos are here. So I have to find something different because this is like, oh, there was this, they were talking about body image issues, but like the way they went about it was completely wrong because it's just called the girl with fat knees. What? Yeah. Interesting. Ew. A baby climbing a tall ladder, crying for help and then being rescued by a giant clown. I don't like That was a Sesame Street bit in the 70s. Dude, everyone who worked on the Sesame Streets was hella into psychedelics. Like, we know. Yeah. It's just... If you're wa- if you're listening after this, or maybe pause this, just search Sesame Street 12345 and watch it. <laughs> and then you'll understand everything we're talking about. Yeah. All of Sesame Street was almost about just Bert and Ernie. I don't know. Oh, this oh, is interesting. No, I don't know what I have. This thing is telling me to... Dang it. I can't open this website. Well, I'm going to read this. Okay. In the original pilot, the scenes between human and Muppet characters were separated because child psychologists worry that mixing fantasy and reality would mislead children. That's interesting. Right? The Muppets that dominated the show were Bert and Ernie, the only characters that tested well during screenings. As soon as the program would cut away to just humans, children's attention levels plummeted yeah because you i get that you don't want to fucking see more humans yeah see your whole life yeah you i totally escape. get that oh what's really interesting about that though like mixing the fantasy and real life sort of thing when i was at chiscom there was a show i think it was actually a jim henson show it was mm-hmm. called um something about opie <gasps> oh 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 i've heard that i need to know what it is yeah okay so basically this show like the main character's name is opie and he's a monster and he lives with human parents um but the human parents like they tried to make it a diverse show so they're mixed races and we got a comment from some person being like i don't understand what you're trying to play with this like why is it because you know the kid's mom is black that he has to be a monster like why why is this the angle that you're taking and it was like the whole point of the show had nothing to do with race or that situation but it was like oh the monster has like orange skin and curly hair and people were taking it as like it was a racist thing but it was like because it was this fantasy mixed with real life sort of thing, like it could be construed in a completely wrong way, which eventually it was. And then it was a big issue. I'm trying to find the show now. Yeah. That's really, people always take things that way. I know. It's kind of shitty, but it's not going to change. Yeah. Opie kids show. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. I just know it's like OPIE is the name of the main Hi, Opie. Yeah, there it is. Oh, I don't think this is Jim Henson, but... Okay, never mind then. <laughs> TVO Kids. Interesting. Oh, he's cute, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a cute-looking show. It's a Canadian show. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's upsetting. Like, ugh, I hate that people always take things in that way. Yeah. That's why I've given up on humanity. <laughs> Just kidding. Hmm. Honestly, I know we're having serious discussions right now, but the only thing in my brain right now is the new Ariana Grande song. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. It's so good. Anyways. It's really good. Ariana's a queen. I really love her. 
Yeah. I really, really do. I've loved her since like the fucking victorious days. I loved her before that because she had a YouTube channel where she really, Oh bitch. (laughs) I knew about Ariana Grande when she was on Broadway doing 13. And then when she got, um, the victorious gig, I was like too old to be watching victorious, but I was like fucking Ariana Grande. You're too old to be watching victorious. I watched all of it. Uh, I know, but I was like, I wasn't going to tell my friends at school that I watched it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, like, true. watched it alone okay, in my I get room. That. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I fucking stand her. And then when she dropped uh, that song with Mac Miller, R.I.P., mm-hmm. uh, The Way, I was like, bitch. <laughs> you really did that. And every album since has just been getting better and better. I mean, honestly, I think uh, Sweetener is not better than Dangerous Woman. Absolutely not. Sweetener was mediocre. It has good songs on there. Yes. Like but Pete the entire Davidson. album as a whole was Yeah, very... no. Dangerous <laughs> Woman really just did that. <laughs> it really did that. And I'm sorry, Ariana, but like, you know, you went off on that album. I'm sorry. But then this new song just came out and she was like, forget Sweetener. This this is this is it. This is it, Chief. You know? Yeah. Oh, anyways. Sorry. I know. That's funny. I kind of love that, though. When like artists release an album with a bunch of singles and it's like, okay, fine. And then after the album, they're like, okay, here's another song. <laughs> I like that because if I was talented enough to like be a musician, I wouldn't like do things by the, by the metaphorical book. You know what I mean? I would just fucking release shit when I want to release shit. Yeah. I love artists that do shit like that. They're just like "Mm, song dropping at midnight, bitches. (laughs) And everyone freaks out and they're just like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) it's my world and you're all living in it. Exactly. Oh, Oh, I love it. Thank you. I'm like genuinely trying to find if there's anything like that connects the history of Sesame Street with drug use because that Ooh, like it seems like it would, right? But yeah. I'm really like not finding it. There's just a bunch of lists of like, you know, shitty things that Sesame Street has done and like, oh, nightmare fuel. And it's like, okay, well, if it's a list, that's not helping. I just want to know, like, come on. Oscar the Grouch fell in love with the Wicked Witch of the West. When did that happen? When was that a crossover? Uh, what? I don't know. Hold on. It, it it's this this episode is now banned because it was too scary for ch- children. Yeah. Apparently, but the Wicked Witch of the West made an appearance and was crushed on by Oscar. <laughs> for what it's worth, Oscar did also fall in love with a new trashy neighbor named Jermaine the Grouch in a Jermaine. short children's book. Uh, She's pink though. Oh, what? What? Jermaine is not a lady no. name. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Sesame Street really did that, you know? <laughs> they did a lot of things. Snuffleupagus was Big Bird's imaginary friend, but then he became real because... <gasps> what the fuck? Sorry. They made him a real character because he- they didn't want kids to fear bringing up sexual abuse. Oh, yeah. Okay. A lot of this gets really real. Like, I'm looking at, like, you know... This says notes from a du- notes from a dark alley off Sesame Street. Um, and I was thinking like this was going to like explain some of the original like stuff that happened. But in reality, it was just talking about how when a lot of the puppets were um, switched over, like from cartoon to like real human acting as them, there was like a lot of controversy with the actors and stuff. Like the person mm-hmm. who played Big Bird had like a really bad drug problem and like suspicion of pedophilia and a whole bunch of really gross things Shit. that I don't want to look into anymore. Yeah. I didn't want this to get real. I just want to know why they made it the way they did. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, Elmo didn't officially debut until season 12. Yeah, Elmo was definitely not an original character. No. Well, he was just a background extra. Like, he was around. 
yeah they just didn't use him they gave up on it but then i don't know elmo was my shit oh my god me elmo and my was dad used to shit. always quote mr noodles to each other oh that's Let's mr noodles that's so cute elmo's world i loved elmo's i loved world elmo's so world much. name one kid who didn't fuck with elmo's world can't i don't think i've had many conversations with people about elmo's but you world can. to be honest but you can't because no, like we just true. know like no one if anyone says something negative about elmo you can see yourself out you know <laughs> <laughs> Remember when everyone said that? They you- have full Elmo's World episodes that are 15 minutes long on YouTube. Dude, that's what you do. Like, ki- parents just sit their kids now in front of an iPad or a phone, and I that's know. parenting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's parenting. Dude, I've been, I'm around. Okay, because my mom's a teacher, and because I do babysitting or did before I moved here, I see a lot of that, and it's. I don't want to like get into this tangent, but mm-hmm. the way pa- parents—I hate talking about this—but the way parents parent their children, yeah, now, yeah, is so sad. Yeah, these kids are gonna be fucked up. <laughs> these kids already like there's some of them who have issues, and their parents have made the issues worse. And it's like sad to see. Yeah, and it's sad that I'm like a fucking dweeby little kid, and I'm like I could raise your kid better than you, bitch. Like it's that sad. was always kind of gross, though. Like even when I did one semester, like with a bunch of grade ones, it was like there were clear issues that I could see that were happening that even the teachers didn't pick up on. Oh really? Like there was one kid who every single time they were doing something where it was writing on the board, the kids had to copy down what was on the board, whatever. He would go and sit right next to it, and I was like, "You need talk glasses. to this kid's parents. He needs glasses." And the <laughs> teacher was like, "Oh, that's a good point." Like, are you kidding me? You've been teaching him for months and you can't realize that he sits right next to the board every single time you do a lesson on the board. Like, he can't see. Are wow. You, it was ridiculous. Yeah, but even then, it's like... In public. When a kid is crying or a kid is, like, ha- like being fussy or just, like, being a bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just like, here. And they give them, like, something to watch. Yeah, no, I'm you like, don't do that. Great. You're rewarding this behavior. Yeah. You're just teaching your kid that it w- he'll just get whatever he wants if he's being annoying enough. I definitely don't have the authority to speak on parenthood, but I feel like people haven't, like, people have just kind of forgot that the point of having a child is that they're going to become an adult and you want them to be a good adult. Yes. So you teach them how to be a good person. Yeah, man. Like, I'm not trying to have a kid or anything. Don't get this twisted right now. Like, I'm still a <laughs> like child kids myself. kids aren't kids but- forever. Kids grow up to be us and you and yeah everyone else who lives on this planet. Dude, and even now, like, meeting people our age or just meeting new people in everyday life, I'm just like, wow, my mom did a stellar job with me. Oh, great mom. Stellar. <laughs> I'm like, some people are so shitty. Like, <laughs> I'm. what did your mom teach you? Because obviously it was nothing. <laughs> like, some people are just not polite people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like... Things that, like, we have this conversation all the time where I talk about things that I think are common courtesy and common knowledge and just the way that you treat other people. Other people don't think that way. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. But I'm like, shout out mom one, two, three, four, five times. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. your mom too. She killed it. And your dad. <laughs> Legends. I was like, I was an angel before they even had to start trying though, so. <laughs> no, it's true. I was a little bitch boy. A little bitch boy. I just wanted to play this. Oh, play it. <gasps> oh my god. La, 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 I love these drawings. La, 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 
because they this literally seems like, like they make everything look like it's just crayon on construction paper yeah. when it's clearly like all digitized. <gasps> He's crayon too. Holy shit! I literally have like goosebumps right now. Oh, almost executed. <gasps> Watching, I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, the little Do you laugh at the understand end. Understand that I literally felt that all over my body. <laughs> Holy shit. Elmo's world is your ASMR. Oh my god, maybe <laughs> it is. I just like it made me kind of want to cry. Aw. I was like, oh, I miss being a kid. I have a tickle me, Elmo. Oh. Oh my god, the story of this, it's like Share ridiculous. It. So Tickle Me Elmo, when I was like four yeah i think 2000 was the year that tickle me elmo really took off like honestly um and i really really wanted one there were probably like tv commercials for it or something oh, yeah, like yeah, i yeah. really there wanted were, one but it sure. was like the year that everyone wanted a tickle me elmo and so they were my mom sold out to, everywhere like, six toy stores and mm-hmm. couldn't find them she finally found one for me she brought it home i opened it on christmas morning i didn't know what it was <gasps> so i opened it and she was like press its like stomach like tickle me elmo and i did and it started laughing and i started crying <laughs> i was so scared <laughs> that is so funny your mom tried so hard i know that's kids be like that i know you try so hard and they're like i don't want it anymore i mean i still have it though it's like in storage but like what a time <gasps> oh my god i had a cookie monster that he came with a little cookie because he was cookie monster and oscar were my favorites yeah um he was like a doll like that like a robotic doll and he had like a little plastic cookie that was on a string connected to his uh arm mm-hmm. and you could put it in his mouth oh. it had a little bite mark taken out of it you put it in his mouth and he went oh, bop, bop, yummy that's so cute <laughs> it's so cute. i really liked like really simple interactive toys like i never had ones that like you know like new ai toys that can like have conversations with oh you and no stuff. like i never Too had much. anything like that yeah, but no. like i had um what were they called? Those like bear friend things where like they came with a bottle and stuff for real friends. Yeah. I had one of those. I had one too. It was a dog. Cause I, think I, I had the panda and I named him biscuit. That's cute. Um, Oh, you know what I have in my basement? And for the longest time I had this little doll. I think it's a bunny. And I, there was something that you could press to record your own voice. And you, there's another one that you can play it. Yeah. So for years I was like playing it and I was like, what am I saying in this clip? Because it was me as a kid. Yeah. And it's like the microphone and like speaker quality weren't that good when I like in 1990, I don't know, eight, nine. Yeah. So I listened to it back and I finally figured out what it was. And it was me going, good morning, Mrs. Erdman. Because I took it for show and tell oh at school. Oh my God, that's cute. So yeah, if I ever go back to Toronto, <laughs> I'm going to show it to you. Okay. I can't wait to like be... 10 years older than I am now and like open everything I have in storage and be like <gasps> my childhood I also have every single Teletubby doll because apparently I was into Teletubbies interesting I was too and I think I had I might have had all four of them but I think they were like small versions yeah. but me being the fucking neurotic person I am I kept them all in their boxes <gasps> so every time I would play with them I'd take them out of the boxes and I'd play with them and I'd put them back in and my cousin came over one time I was maybe three years old my mm-hmm. cousin came over one time and played with them and he ripped all the boxes open and I was distraught oh my god I would be too yeah that's like I have things like that about certain things like books mm-hmm. if I buy a new book I will never bend it. And if it gets bent, I it will bother me for the rest of my life. <laughs> I know. I really hate when like a spine breaks. Not even the spine. Like even just like the cover, there's a little like dent. Yeah. That shit. I ordered a book online. Um, I don't know, like two months ago. Yeah. And it came and it was bent from the mail. <gasps> <laughs> oh, it affected me. I really like, 
there's there's always a debate about that with people of whether you want your books to be worn in or keep them pristine and i really respect people who wear them in like who like highlight and underline and dog ear and like do all that stuff like i respect it because it means that they really uh, like for me it's like a very visual way that you can tell you really appreciate what you're what you're reading and mm-hmm. you're thinking about it a lot but like even if you keep it pristine you're doing the same thing but yeah. like these people who like you know take their books everywhere with them and don't really care if they get wet and they draw on them and they do stuff it's like if a book means that much to you you could just buy it again and have a nice fresh new copy i know and i get that and i would like to be that kind of person but i can't if no, i buy I totally it agree. and it's i'm never pristine, gonna draw on a book <laughs> if, oh i will never like there's one thing to dog ear which i still would never do but like if there's one thing i would do it would probably be that mm-hmm. even then i won't do that <laughs> but i would never highlight or draw or anything in a book yeah because to me that's like i'm not saying people who do it are disrespecting the book but to me i feel like that would be me like shitting on the book you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah um, if I buy a book that is used, which I've done before, I love going to weird used bookstores. It's like my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. And there's like, I don't know if there are any here, but in the city, they're everywhere. And in Israel, they're everywhere. It's so much fun. If you get a book that's already worn in and just old and a little tattered, it just kind of feels like, oh, you've had a whole life and now you're mine. Yeah. Which is fun. How many other people have read this book? Type yeah. Of thing? It's cool. Yeah. And then when it's already in like, kind of like worn in condition, then I'll like take it everywhere and like. You know, Mm -hmm. I won't dog ear pages, but, you know, I'll be a little like the way I hold it. I won't really care as much, you know, like I'll I'll fold the uh, front cover in the back kind of thing, which I won't do with books that I bought from a new bookstore. Yeah, I get that. Um, I wanted to go back to Tickle Me Elmo yeah, because yeah, yeah. I looked it up and I went to its Wikipedia. Oh my God. It's and like, this is insane. So I'm just going to read like the first two paragraphs. If we want to go into it more, we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tickle Me Elmo is a children's plush toy from Tycho Preschool, a division of Tycho Toys from the Muppet character Elmo from the children's television show Sesame Street. When squeezed, Elmo shakes, vibrates, and recites his trademark giggle. Ooh, ha 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 he he. And I quote, ooh, ha ha he he. Um, the toy was first produced in the United States in 1996 so same year so yeah I must have been younger than four then because it had to have been like within the first couple years that my mom tried to get me one Um, it slowly became a fad toy some instances of violence were reported over the limited supply amidst heavy consumer demand people reported that the toy which retailed for $28.99 according to its MSRP had been advertised in newspapers and on the internet with sellers asking up to $1,500 by the end of 1997 Mm mm-hmm like that doesn't a year me. later it was like wanted so much <laughs> i don't even remember what year my mom bought mine but obviously she got it from a store somewhere for the regular price because mm-hmm. like that's insane that's like beanie babies some people think that oh they can try God. selling beanie babies for hundreds of dollars they still have not reached that point yet yeah honey and i was they talking probably to won't. No, I was talking to um, Tony about that, actually, because I have a bunch of Beanie Babies in, like, my storage bin of stuffed toys yeah, back me home. Too. And he was talking about a lot of, like, the limited ones. And he was like, yeah, there's, a, like, a Millennium Bear that's really limited. And, like, it's purple and it has this little logo on it. And, like, that one's, like, a lot of people on the internet are trying to look for it. And I was looking at this picture I took of all my Beanie Babies. And, and I have it? that one. Yeah. And then I went on eBay. And there's, like... It's not super limited yet. There are people trying to sell it for like maybe 200 bucks, but like there's also like 80 listings of people trying to sell their Millennium Bears. Yeah. So it's like, it's not really that like high yet wanted yet, mm-hmm. but I have one. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I like the one that's like, um, it has like your birth month on it, mm-hmm. a little cake, and then it has like your birthstone. Yeah. That's cute. I have that one. I don't even remember. I have a lot. I have like the Beanie Baby like fish and like the different <gasps> animals that they made that weren't bears oh that's cute yeah 
my mom has always like really, really gone out of her way to get me stuff that I wanted if I wanted to collect them. Like when I started wanting peekapoos, every single day after work, she'd come home with a new one. You're an only child. That's true. And she will constantly spoil me. Yeah. I feel like even if she had more kids, though, she would just waste all her money buying her kids. Oh, yeah. That's just the way she is. Yeah. But like a big part of why it started out that way is because like you're her only kid and they didn't want any more. Yeah. So, yep. You're the apple of her eye. I'm spoiled and I'm fully aware of it. And I try to get her to stop, but it's impossible. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I literally told you yesterday, apparently she's planning to get me like 25 things this year so I can open one on every day leading up to Christmas cute and crazy mostly crazy still cute though (laughs) it's very cute it's really cute yeah yeah i was just thinking about like (laughs) one time okay i don't want anyone to get offended who listens Uh one time (laughs) one time i was talking to miriam and we were talking about how families who have just two kids are weird okay (laughs) like i was just thinking because you're an only child yeah and i have like two other siblings so we're three kids yeah math um (laughs) but like there's like a family that is two parents and two kids sometimes they're just weird i get that though i feel like yeah they're too involved in their kids lives in a weird way you know what i mean yeah for sure if you have one kid it's like you wanted one kid that's fine there's a lot of only child families whatever but it's like once you have another kid i feel like it's just more likely that you're going to keep having more whether it gets to three or four or how many but yeah a lot of families that i knew with two it's like there's always that weird little like they're weird you're right it's like one kid per parent sort of situation so they're really involved yeah every time i think about anyone that i know or like any family that is two parents two kids they're weird yeah like the parents are crazy into their kids lives but that's also like the perfect number for family discounts like anytime you go to disney or like any event it's like a family pass is two adults and two kids yeah that's true that's true that's true that's why you have kids right the discounts (laughs) discounts. (laughs) that's why i'm gonna have kids get me you can take them for free places (laughs) i don't know I don't know. That's fine. You don't have to know. We've been recording for like 40-something minutes. Have we really? Yep. Time flies when you're having fun. I know. These go really fast. Okay, let's find one thing to close out on. Mm. Uh, what was your favorite show as a kid? Oh, man. I don't know. I feel like SpongeBob always had to be the number one. Yeah, but I feel like SpongeBob... SpongeBob was good, but it was also when you're kind of like a kid but older kind of thing. Like, I don't know. I watched it religiously like since i so, knew what it was so did I, <laughs> and i still watch it all yes. the time like i know the new episodes yeah but <gasps> oh you know what was one of my favorite shows as a kid though not even cartoon like nothing to do with anything mm. let's find it does this have a theme song caillou you hated caillou i know yeah i did here we go <gasps> you like fries with us? Yes. Oh my Classic god. Classic Canadian TV. I was about to say good Canadian content. You want fries with that? Oh my god. Her character's name was Robin, and I always felt really affected. Yeah. <sighs> right? Sitting on the grill. Dude, this show was this the shit. show. It was genuinely such a good show. Also, hugest crush on Morgan Kelly. I was gonna but say, who wasn't? He was the hot guy. He was right? the hot guy. <laughs> where are all these people now? Is what I need to know immediately. I know. Morgan Kelly. Anyway, fries with that. Shout out one time. Shout out two time. I That's like anything that's just Canadian and has that like pure Canadian look and sound. And if there's anything that like mentions a Canadian city, like it strikes something in my heart. 
That's Morgan Kelly right now. Oh my god. He's 42. No. What? Yeah. He's 42? Yeah, man. Damn. Anyway. He was on Being Erica. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) More great Canadian programming. Dude, Fries With That only ran for one year. I know. It only had like one or two seasons. This guy, Giancarlo. Giancarlo. And I've guaranteed to see every episode at least twice. Is he a YouTuber now? (laughs) (laughs) He's so great. Anyways. Oh my god. That's so weird. Anyways, we'll look this up in our free time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yo. Thanks for listening. Love we'll you. Catch you another time. We missed one week, but who cares? Agreed. Bye-bye. Bye.